Whatever. Hello, this is Jennifer Wolf Horsch, Executive Director of the International Association of Industrial Accident Boards and Commissions. You are listening to the IAIABC's podcast, Accidentally, where we discuss issues and events impacting workers' compensation. During Accidentally, I ask thought-provoking questions, raise awareness of emerging issues, and offer insights on workers' compensation. My hope is to make you think about workers' compensation in a different way. You can listen or download our podcast each month at iaiabc.org slash podcast. Thanks for joining me to explore different facets of workers' compensation. Workers' compensation is the intersection of so many different businesses, labor policy, healthcare, employment, and insurance. You can be an expert in one area, but know very little about another. Which brings me to today's topic, the use of large deductible policies in workers' compensation. Before 2015, I knew they existed, but not much else. Just a warning, today's topic is pretty work comp wonky. Although you might think this is a yawn-worthy topic, The improper use of deductible policies can cause harm to injured workers, employers, and insurers. When they go wrong, they can go very wrong. The NAIC-IAIABC Working Group has spent more than a year developing a paper on this topic, and that paper is currently under consideration by the NAIC Workers' Compensation Task Force. You can think of today's podcast as the Cliff Notes version. Here are the top 10 things you should know about large deductible policies in workers' compensation. 10. There is no standard definition of a large or mega deductible. Deductible policies vary widely, from as little as five to $10,000 to up to a million dollars. While no uniform state definition exists, many companies consider $100,000 a large deductible policy. A handful of states have seen growth in mega-deductible policies, which can range from $750,000 to over $10 million. There are only a handful of states that prohibit the use of large deductible policies in workers' compensation. 9. Workers' compensation deductible policies work differently in workers' compensation than in group health. Most of us are familiar with deductibles in general health care. Patients pay the deductible, which is a fixed dollar amount or a percentage of the charges, and the insurance company is responsible for the remainder. In workers' compensation, it's different. A large deductible policy in workers' compensation, the insurance company is responsible for first dollar coverage. Practically speaking, this means that if an employer defaults and cannot pay the deductible, the insurer is responsible for the entire claims exposure. In many instances, the insurer will set up an escrow account with the employer, which is administered by the TPA, and all claim payments up to the deductible are made, amount are made from the escrow account. Eight, large deductible policies are a vibrant part of the workers' compensation market. Large deductible policies are a small percentage, 
less than 5% of the overall policies written in the United States. However, they represent a higher percentage of premium dollar collected. NCCI data representing 37 states shows 21% of all premium dollars were from large deductible policies. The number is even larger in California, where 36% of all premium dollars were from large deductibles. 7. Suitability is critical. Insurance policies are a little like dating. The product and the employer have to be suitably matched. This is especially true with large deductibles. Used properly, large deductible policies are attractive to employers because they cost less and increase the financial incentive for the employer to take an employee back to work as soon as possible. These policies are also seen as incentivizing workplace safety because employers bear a direct financial risk when an injury or illness occurs. Large deductible policies share the risk between the employer and insurer. The additional financial obligations means that the product is only suitable for financially sound employers and must be carefully vetted in the underwriting process. Deductibles that are used inappropriately can create problems, impacting the care and benefits for injured workers, increasing employer costs, and enhancing the risk of employer and or carrier insolvency. 6. Employer insolvency is a risk with large deductible policies. As most work comp professionals know, one serious claim can result in millions of dollars in medical bills and wage replacement benefit payments. An employer without sufficient financial capital could easily face bankruptcy if they have several claims that reach the deductible threshold. To minimize this risk, insurers require employers with large deductibles to post collateral. In the event of an employer bankruptcy, if it's Chapter 11 reorganization, the employer is still required to reimburse payments that fall within the deductible amount. In a Chapter 7 liquidation, the insurer may need to access the collateral to continue with claims payments. 5. Insurer insolvency is a risk with large deductible policies. Insurers must pay claim liabilities under large deductible policies. And if an employer with high claims obligations goes out of operations without sufficient collateral, it can place the insurer at risk. There have been a several recent insolvencies that have been linked to large deductible policies. Some examples of those include the Park Avenue Property and Casualty, Pegasus Insurance Company, Ulico and Lumberman's Underwriting Alliance. 4. Insurance guarantee funds administer and play claims during an insurer insolvency. Insurance guarantee funds protect employers and employees from potentially devastating financial losses if an insurer goes insolvent. Guarantee funds step in to administer and pay claims when placed into liquidation. In most states, the guarantee fund pays first dollar for claims and then seeks deductible reimbursement from the employer. 
working with the receiver to collect collateral if necessary. Ambiguity in some state laws has resulted in disputes over the guarantee fund's access to collateral. In some cases, collected collateral represents a very tiny fraction of incurred losses by the guarantee funds. This can end up causing special assessments of other insurers operating in the state. 3. Large deductible policies can present unique challenges when used by professional employer organizations. There has been some debate about the suitability of large deductible policies for professional employer organizations, also known as PEOs. When a PEO follows industry best practices, large deductibles may be a suitable option. Voluntary accreditation and certification standards developed by the Employer Services Assurance Corporation, ESAC, provide comprehensive financial, ethical, and operational standards. Compliance with these standards may be important to consider in the underwriting process. It's important that an insurer and a PEO seeking coverage are appropriately matched, with both having long-term financial security to fulfill future work comp claim obligations. 2. Oversight of large deductible policies is shared between insurance regulators and workers' compensation agencies. Oversight and compliance of large deductible policies is shared by state insurance and work comp agencies. Working in cooperation will ensure they are used appropriately and minimize the risk of harm to employees, employers, and insurers. Insurance departments are responsible for approval of these policies, auditing of insurer financial soundness, and coordinating with the guarantee fund when insolvency occurs. One issue of concern is how insurer assets are released during an insolvency. Eight states have enacted legislation that earmarks deductible reimbursements and collateral to the payment of outstanding claim liabilities. This approach can minimize the financial liability to guarantee funds and also make sure there's less uncertainty in insolvency proceedings. Work comp agencies are responsible for monitoring compliance with coverage and claim payment obligations. These agencies have two primary concerns with large deductibles. The larger the deductible, the more these policies look like unsecured self-insurance. Additionally, some states have expressed concern that employers are directly managing and paying claims. This is generally not allowed outside of approved self-insurance arrangements. Payment of claims outside of the insurance mechanism can lead to inaccurate benefit payments, non-filing of statistical results which can cause inaccurate rate filings, and a poor understanding of occupational hazards and risk. Working in collaboration, insurance and workers' compensation agencies can protect all stakeholders involved in large deductible policies. One. Embrace your inner work comp wonk and learn more about large deductibles. Large deductibles are not likely to make great conversation outside of workers' compensation circles. However, industry professionals should know how they're used and what can go wrong when inappropriately used. 
The NAIC-IIBC Working Group paper is a great general primer on the subject. A 2006 paper by the same group is also available and highlights some additional issues on the topic. Last year, the Katie School of Insurance and Financial Services at Illinois State University released a paper on the topic. You can find links to all of these resources at iaiabc.org. Thank you for listening to Accidentally, the IAIABC's podcast on workers' compensation issues. Sometimes we get a bit wonky, but we always try to be interesting. Listen to previous podcasts at iaiabc.org slash podcast. We look forward to talking with you next month. Cheers.